Have you been thinking about starting a podcast but aren't sure where to start? I have to tell you about Anchor. It's a free creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but with literally one click, they distribute your podcast to platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more so you can reach more listeners. They make it so easy. It was a no-brainer for us. Try it out. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is the More Than Work podcast, where we talk all about how to gain more satisfaction in your job. It's possible to enjoy your life and your work because business is personal. So have you ever thought about the topic of alignment? When we work with companies, we always think about what makes people empowered, right? We think about how excited we are when people show their potential. But what if those people's potential aren't aligned with each other? About 20 years ago, I used to work for a Fortune 500 manufacturing company, and I was uh, given an assignment. And what we were supposed to do was we were supposed to utilize the idea of lean manufacturing to give a presentation. And at the presentation, we could pick a topic and show how lean manufacturing could address a bad situation. And the topic that I chose for my situation was management, management within the company. And I proceeded to give a presentation about how management in the company was misaligned and how the decision-making process wasn't very good and how the lines of succession in the company weren't very clear and how responsibilities weren't very clear and all of the things that it had as in terms of a negative impact for the company. I gave this presentation at a plant full of all of the salaried management employees uh, and, and gave this whole presentation. I was on fire. I mean, it was a really, really good presentation, if I do say so myself. At the end of the presentation, I got a standing ovation. Everyone in the room stood up and just absolutely cheered. Yay, way to go, Don. Except for one person. And that one person was our plant manager. Now, the plant manager is the person who is the most ranking official in the room. They're the representative of the company, right? And at the end of the presentation, he kind of sat quietly while everybody else cheered, and then they let the next person go up. They didn't really let me take any questions for whatever reason that you can imagine why. Uh, I basically just given this speech rallying against the company. Uh, So he calls me into his office afterwards, and we sat down, and he said to me, he says, Don, two things. One, He says, that was absolutely brilliant. He says, I do want to share with you. He says, you shared some really, really good insights about some challenges for our company, some things that could really make us better, um, some things that really could help us as an organization. And I said, oh, that's great. I'm glad that you saw that. That's that's fantastic. Well, what's the second thing you you want to tell me? And he said, well, the second thing I should tell you is I should fire you right now. What you did, Don, is you just rallied the entire team against the company and uh, against me in a way. Uh, Now, looking back at it, I wasn't trying to do that. I wasn't thinking about that guy, about that plant manager. I was truly frustrated with the direction of the company. The company had changed leadership at the very, very top in recent years, and I didn't like the direction they were going. I felt that the reason I had joined the company wasn't didn't exist anymore. Some of the things that the company really valued had shifted. The company was shifting away from where the company that I thought that I had wanted to join. And so I felt like I needed to speak out against it. Um, Looking back, I still feel like I was right. I still feel like the presentation had some merit to it. But at the same time, I was obviously very misaligned with the company and the organization. 
And that created a situation where my plant manager had to call me out and say, Hey, you know, this was brilliant, but also something that I need to be able to address in front of others. So our topic for today's podcast is around alignment. So gang, Matt, Diana, Bethany, as we talk about alignment, uh, what thoughts do you have on alignment? How important is it as employees, as managers, and as executives? I think what's interesting, Don, about your story, and of course, internally, I've heard that story quite a bit, uh, and it never gets old. I don't want to tell you, it never gets old. Uh, and I still think that you were right. Uh, it's a know, pretty also. good story. Uh, well, good job. Uh, but but I think what's interesting about it is, is um, you indirectly, I guess, went to uh, sabotage the company. That wasn't your motivation. Your motivation was to actually improve it. And I think it's so interesting whenever we're, we're talking about this idea of alignment, a lot of times those start from a good place. Uh, maybe you yourself have become a little bit mis misaligned, but you think you're convicted and, and still to ask you the same at the same time, you, you were convicted that you were doing the right thing. It was a message that you thought needed to be heard. Um, and there's, you know, we can get into, well, how come I didn't have an opportunity to be able to share that message? But but I think that's maybe a good starting point too. this this idea of misalignment is coming from a place where I want to improve. I value the organization. I don't think we're doing the right thing here. Let me just take the reins and jump on in. Right. Yeah, I was genuinely, Matt, thinking back to that situation. I was genuinely surprised when the plant manager called me into his office. Which, which is pretty amazing. You think about the mindset, like literally I was speaking to all of the leadership in this plant railing against the company itself and, and pushing back. And I was surprised that he had to push back on me. Uh, and I think it's because of what you said right. as I thought, Oh, I'm, I'm doing the right thing here. I'm trying to help the company. Like, let me just, I was so desperate to get my message out, which was different than what the messages I thought were coming out from the company that I felt like I needed to almost lead this internal rebellion. I didn't think of it like that, but I thought, man, I need to, I need to be heard here. This is my opportunity. Yeah. So there's a couple of different angles. I think that maybe we can approach the topic today and, and the, you know, the direction that, that, that maybe we're going right now is, is as an employee, what do I do if I start to feel this misalignment where it feels like maybe I've lost a little bit of control? What can I do to try to regain some of that control, some of that passion, you know, some of that drive, some of that motivation, some of that vision, uh, what can I do to try to regain some of that? And then secondly, if you're listening, you're a manager or an owner, um, there's also some takeaways that, that, that maybe we want to focus on. So that, you know, a couple of different lanes here of, of how do I make sure that I'm, I'm providing that, that type of thing, uh, to my people? How do I make sure that I'm providing that transparency with the objectives, with the vision, with the direction, uh, and then also letting people be a part of that, you know, because there is something that drives that, that misalignment and, and it's not always just on us as the employees. Sometimes it's, it's the environment there that also is, is, uh, encouraging that misalignment too, indirectly. Yeah, I was going to ask you, Don, about that story. Did you know the vision and the and the goals of the company at the time, or did you feel left in the dark about that and you thought you were creating something new for them? That's a great question, Diana. I really think that I was probably in the dark a little bit, but I'm not sure if, to be honest, if that was because of me or because of the company. Right. Um, so in other words, I, they, there were probably lots of presentations about, hey, here's the direction we're going, but it didn't seem very real to me. It seemed like it was kind of this outside thing. And I always felt like there was this alternative, alternative agenda uh, that was happening. So, but, but yeah, I don't I, like thinking back, I can't recall 
a clear strategy from that company in terms of here's what we're trying to accomplish right now. It was always, we were always told like what's happening now, like our, our earnings are up, our earnings are down. So if the earnings were up, we was good and good job and everybody congratulations. And if the earnings was down, it was, we're going to save money. So we're going to cut some things. Um, but I, I couldn't remember like a strategy, uh, that, that's that's a really great point because that definitely had an opportunity to see how maybe what I was doing was aligned with the company or misaligned. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like there, there was a point in uh, early in my career where I felt misaligned as well in an organization. And I think, you know, to what Don was saying, I think that I understood we even I mean, we even probably talked about um our values and the mission and vision of the organization and things like that. And looking back, I can think, you know, I really wanted to do well there. And yet I don't think those things really impacted me. I wasn't connected to them. Um, I couldn't tell you what they even are now, but that's been a while. Um, And so, and so I could say, you know, I wanted to do really well there in that organization, but I wasn't necessarily, um, aligning myself with what what they were trying to do as a company i guess so you could probably tell your story related to those memories of where you thought the company was and where you thought it should go but you probably would struggle to tell what the company's story is is that a good guess yeah yeah i think so um because i think I just recognized at a certain point that, oh, I'm not really on board with what's going on here, I guess. And I don't really understand why they're not on board with me. <laughs> so, so what, you know, this isn't the first time that we've, you know, of course heard the story, but, but, you know, in our jobs and in, in our day to day, we have an opportunity to be able to help coach employees, you know, all over the country that, that maybe have become misaligned with some of their different organizations that they work for. So, I don't know. I just thought something maybe kind of interesting because that just dawned on me, honestly. Uh, what are some of those warning signs that somebody might start to become misaligned? So if, I, if I'm listening to the podcast right now, I don't think I'm, I'm there yet. So what are some of those warning signs we might say to be on the lookout for so you don't fall into this misalignment? I love that question, Matt. I think that one of the things you could look for is that word they. I know that for a, I think when I first started with any company that I started with, you start off, but you kind of get into the we mentality pretty fast. Like we believe this, we are headed this direction. We are really all aligned. When you become misaligned, the we turns into a they. What are they thinking about doing this? Why are they making this kind of a decision? I don't get what they are doing here. Uh, If that word they is creeping up into your vocabulary or your thoughts or your inner monologue as you're driving to or from work, uh, that could be a sign that you're starting to become misaligned. Yeah, that's a good one. So your inner, so the the stories you're telling yourself starts to become almost this us versus them mentality. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know that when I've become misaligned, I start to sort of try to move the chess pieces, and I start yeah. thinking about things like who do I need to talk to, and how can I convince people, and it's sort of that like manipulation talk in my own head. That sounds very bad, but it is that sort of how can I move this to get what I want. And I think that's when, when that is a red flag and you should be thinking about like, why do I have to work so hard to get what I want? Oh, it's because I'm not going the direction that it's supposed to be going. Yeah, that's good. Bethany, what about you? That's what I was going to say as well. I think, Diana, that it's kind of having those those side conversations of, oh, I'm really 
frustrated by this with other people who it doesn't even directly involve. If it was, you know, to my manager or something like that, um, that's another story for me to have those conversations of let's solve this problem. Is there a way for us to solve this problem? But when you're having those side conversations to try to move the pieces yourself um, in in a really negative way, and I think if we're honest, we know what that actually looks like, um, then that's a problem and that's a big sign of misalignment. Yeah. And I, and I, I wonder if there's another piece to this too. And, and uh, gang, you can, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's, there's really a, a couple of different avenues for that employee. Okay. So the language starts to change. I start to try to dictate things around me uh, instead of being the piece of the puzzle that I need to be for the organization. I start trying to make things fit to where maybe they, they fit my agenda, but they don't necessarily fit in the best interests of the company. And then you're, you're kind of faced with a realization. Let's say you're that person that starts to become misaligned. Um, and, you know, you're faced with the realization I can continue to try to push and pull my way to comfortable again, or I kind of have another option. And I don't know if this is what we want to talk about now or not, but I have another option to just to, to walk away. And maybe that's a good sign that that I need to walk away, which is a whole nother topic. And I, I don't know that we want to necessarily go down that right now. But I, I mean, those are always options. You know, it's really hard about that, Matt, is that whenever you're in that situation, you think you're right. And that's where I think people get trapped is it's like, why would I walk away? I'm the right, I'm right. I'm doing the right thing. The the organization should follow me. I'm the one that has the right perspective. We don't necessarily think about it just that directly to ourselves, but if you feel passionate about something, of course you think that you're right. And, and the, the challenge here in alignment is that you might be right. You, You might be really right with the organization. Uh, we use the example sometimes, you know, in one of the latest Star Wars movies, you know, Finn is a stormtrooper who, who rebels against the first order and he's pushing back, you know, Finn is misaligned with his organization. He might be right. And he might be fighting against evil, which is the first order, which is literally evil in the movie. But Finn is the misaligned employee and, you know, misaligned. Another word for that is, can be toxic employee. Uh, that misalignment is not about being right or wrong. It's about not being in step with each other. So yeah, if you're thinking about when it's time for you to leave, it's really a question of whether can we get realigned or not? Um, you know, can I, and, and as an employee, you might think, well, if I can just get the organization aligned with me, because I know, I know standing up there giving that speech in front of those people, and I can put myself back in that room. I really had an idea that maybe just maybe with that standing ovation that I was starting some revolution that would go across the 60,000 employees inside of that company. Like they were going to hear about that speech and it was going to lead this revolution and it was really going to change some things and really create something. Um, that, that's, that's how powerful I thought I was the right part of it in my head was like, I'm, I'm fighting for justice. Like it's a lame miserable. We're standing on the wall here. Um, but, but it's not, you know, do you hear the people say, you know, but it's, you didn't expect me to sing, but it, it, it's, it's not about just being right or wrong, but yeah, maybe it's, maybe as an employee, you should look at it and be realistic about it and say, if I can't change this, can I live with it? Or is it time for me to move on? Yeah, because it's exhausting staying in that, in that space, right? It's kind of exhausting. Like Diana was talking about trying, it's exhausting trying to hold all the pieces together and feel like, even if I do feel like I'm doing the right thing, it's, it's still taxing uh, and exhausting too. And I think that something that makes it even more complicated is, yes, you think you're right. And there's probably other coworkers that think you're right too. And so that confuses you even more and makes you feel even more convinced that you're doing the right thing, even 
if it's not the right direction to go. Yeah, that's what I was. I I'm thinking that too of just situation of the situation that I was talking about before of of I definitely had people who were kind of with me and who were saying, "Yeah, you know, you're right about this" or whatever and I'm sure that's how you've probably felt too, Don, um in that situation and that makes it, it muddies the waters because you think, well, I'm right. So I need to fight for what's right. So to speak, fight for what's right. You got to fight for your yeah, right totally, to party. Yeah. It was basically the summarize of all of this here. That's but, where I was trying to get to, but that's where you're headed towards. I know a lot of beastie boy songs. All right. So we've been talking about this misalignment. If I'm the employee and I have become misaligned, but let's kind of switch gears just a little bit and go towards the manager. So let's say you're the manager and you recognize uh, a couple of different questions that I want to pose to you all. But but if I'm the manager, I recognize I have an employee who's misaligned. And what are some of those things that maybe I can identify that one of my employees is misaligned? And then what are some of the things um you know, that, that I should be doing, recognizing that sometimes it's a slow burn to get them back. But what are some of those initial things that maybe I could do uh, in order to try to understand that misalignment and, and, and recoup that person as an employee? I was thinking, I mean, I think that, that it requires a really immediate conversation. And so I think that's something definitely don't let it linger. If you're a manager and you see one of your employees um, who's, who is misaligned, um, don't allow that to linger too long, I would say. Make sure you're having those conversations. Hopefully, you're already having a regular check-in with your employees. Um, and if you're not, definitely schedule that um, and make sure that you're just kind of addressing and maybe asking those questions. I think it's, you know, don't be accusatory, so to speak, but I think it's, I think it's um, with any good manager, you're asking those, those questions to learn more about where they're coming from um, what are they, what's going on with them that's kind of led them to um, be misaligned? All right. So I want to, I want to, I'm going to ask the tough question and we can keep following that path too. But the tough question is this, um, what are some things that maybe prevent some of the managers in our experience? They've recognized the misalignment, but they don't necessarily address it. I like how you're saying we should probably have a conversation up front, but what are some of those things that maybe we've seen of, of why we don't address it? Why do managers not typically address that? That's for any of you. Have you seen that Don? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I was just thinking to myself, I think a lot of the managers that we work with who struggle with that situation is they don't think of it as misalignment. It's not like, oh, that person is misaligned. They oftentimes it shows up as that. Why is that person just, they seem like they're kind of a jerk or why are they always pushing against the team or why are they always doing that? They, they kind of assign it to the individual. Like there's almost a character flaw in that person. Uh, and then when we start talking about misalignment, it's like, it, first of all, it leads to clarity of the problem. Like if I understand there's misalignment, it's like, okay, you want to go this direction. I want to go this direction. Let's start that. So, I mean, I would say like step zero is as a manager is recognize that misalignment is actually the problem. And it's not just that the person is a jerk or trying to disrupt the team or trying to overthrow you or something like <laughs> yeah. that. I like how you're breaking it down too, like, like real life, right? Like real, real words. We're saying this, I don't know if we've ever sounded more consultant, consultory than saying, yes, misalignment. We're using words like misalignment. Really, the, yeah. the honest answer is the manager is going to be like, why is that person so mean? Or how come nobody likes that person? Or man, they used to be pretty good and they used to volunteer for stuff. And now it feels like uh, they're just satisfied going to work and going home. I was going to say, or maybe everybody likes them, but nobody likes you as the manager. What the heck? <laughs> that's another, that's another conversation. Yeah, I mean, those are the real life, those are the real life vibes. I think that, that people get. And then those, if you're, if you're experiencing those, that's what we're referring to as misalignment. But Diana, what do you think? 
Yeah, I was going to touch on that. When I was toxic at a previous job, and I was toxic at this job, I said something in a meeting about how the way we do it is stupid. And I used the word stupid. And the boss came to me later and just asked, like, what's my, what's your problem? Why do you have such an attitude problem? And I couldn't answer it because I didn't understand that I was horribly misaligned. Like, I didn't even know what the problem was. I just knew I was frustrated. Yeah. And, I, and I think it's important to add, too, it's okay to be frustrated. And it's okay to think that we should be going, we should be doing something different. So often for employees, and I don't want to backtrack to employees, but so often to employees, it's the approach. It's the approach of how you were going about it. Don, you would probably agree with that. Uh, maybe a better approach instead of creating a PowerPoint and uh, to thunderous applause, even though we all like those, maybe there's a better way that I probably should approach this. And so I think the approach can make it or break it too. Misalignment language. It's the language of misalignment. And you're right. It does sound very consultanty as we talk about it. Like, what if you are misaligned? Because right. it's, it's almost like a doctor saying, what if you have this disease? But it doesn't present, the disease doesn't present itself as, hey, you have this disease. It presents itself as symptoms. And then you have to diagnose the disease and then you can treat the disease. You know, for like in Diana's story where she's using the word stupid in a meeting, yeah, that jumps out. Um, that, that jumps out to you individually maybe as you realize, boy, I did use some strong language in there. Why am I using that? And then as a manager, if you can kind of say, you know, I think we might be misaligned here and you use that as that might be the problem that we have, then it's not a judgment statement on somebody. It's not saying, hey, you're stupid and I'm right, or you should follow my way or this way or whatever. It's just saying, what, what are you passionate about? What do you see? What direction do you think we should be going versus the direction I think we should be going? And where are we off? And can we get back into alignment? Uh, it gives you a place to start to start to fix the problem. Yeah. We can say things like, you're, you're at a 10, I need you at a 2. Is that... <laughs> No, <laughs> don't start. Don't start with that. I mean, but that's a good visual of kind of of kind of what we're saying too. Of of creating the space. Sometimes we just need to create the space. Ask the right questions. Sometimes they are misaligned because they haven't had an opportunity to be able to say the things that they want to say. And so, simply having the conversation. What? Let me spin it this way. Um, what if I am the manager, and now it's not one of my employees? What if it's me? What if I am a misaligned manager? Two questions. One, what does that do to uh, you know the way I lead my people? And two, what does that do to the department that I'm in charge of? Yeah, you point me to a misaligned manager, and I'll probably show you a misaligned team. Uh, we see that a lot in organizations. We'll go work with a larger organization, and you will just see a lot of issues coming from one particular department. And then we may go observe that department in their meetings and everything, and they may have a really good culture inside that department. But they keep talking about that they word pops up again, and that whole department is pushing against the organization and, and almost leading like like the, the rebellion is happening mm -hmm. within a team. And usually when that is happening, you'll find the head of that team is a manager who's misaligned. And it, it creates incredible amount of siloing and damage yeah. inside the company because it's not just impacting the one person anymore. Now you it's it's almost like the misalignment is official because it's a manager who's uh, misaligned. If my manager tells me the company's stupid, not only is that, do I, am I listening to the person, but it's like somebody that the company trusts is telling me that the company yeah. is stupid. I, I mean, I would even take it a step further too, uh, 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 of a hospital uh, that I was able to work with not too long ago. And, and we got employees together. They were engaged in trying to develop this better process for efficiency that the employees got together, created it, they were about to put the stamp of approval on it. They were satisfied with the work. And really up to that point, if you're a manager of people, that's where you want them, right? Trying to help you solve for things. And then right at the very end, right at the very end, before we were able to uh, just kind of go forward, go forward with it to present to administration, 
Somebody in the room said, well, good luck getting our managers to agree on it, though. And how deflating was that? I mean, how deflating? And and Don, you're you just hit the nail on the head. Where as as a manager, they they were looking at their department and trying to make the department the best. But sometimes we're looking at that at the detriment of the direction of the organization of where we're going. Now we're misaligned. Uh, even though you're looking out for the best interest of your organization or for your department and doing well by them, it's at the detriment of the entire company culture and direction and vision where they're trying to go. Bethany, what do you think? Yeah, I was thinking, you know, I think that that puts your employees in a really difficult position if you're a manager who's misaligned, because then it's for the employee, how do I win? I don't know how to win here because I want to, you know, be aligned with my manager, but I also hopefully want to be aligned with the organization. Um, And because I have, you know, my manager has that direct influence over me, um, I'm probably going to be more likely to become misaligned with the organization if that's how my how my manager is. Um, and so that's a really difficult, a really difficult p- place to put your employees in it as well. Okay. So, th- I mean, I, I think this is all, I think this is all true and, and man, we've been around the same table for a while doing this and we could probably talk about this for a while, but I wanted to kind of go to one more point before we wrapped up and the idea of, you know, kind of following just that hierarchy following the employee. Okay. So what do I do if I'm becoming misaligned? How do I recognize that I'm misaligned? Okay. Manager. What do I do if I recognize my people are misaligned? How do I handle that? What if I myself as a manager am misaligned? Let's talk at the executive level though. Like, so at the executive level, you're trusting this organizational design below you to be able to work well to accomplish the vision that, that, that you, that you are trying to accomplish, right? Those objectives that you are trying to accomplish. What can misalignment do to an organization on that level that executives, if they're listening now, probably need to be aware of so they can uh, react quickly. Don, what do you think? Yeah, Matt, I just had a conversation recently with a top executive of of an organization, and and she was just telling me how they're having all of these challenges, uh, you know, in the organization. And she had just, she had, uh, uh, was trying to drive the team this direction, but she was, she kept talking about how she was trying to do stuff and trying to lead the company a certain direction and how she had so much resistance from her team and from her employees and everything that she was getting so frustrated. Now, the organization needs to go in the direction that this leader is leading them. Like just as an outsider looking in, I can look at it and go like, wow, you're talking about doing the things that this organization really needs. But if you are an executive inside of a company and your team is not on board with you and they're resisting everything that you're doing, um, that is that is a horrible place to be in. You feel so you feel powerless, even though you're in charge. You can't get anything actually done. And and I pointed out to her. I said, you know, is your team on board with the direction that you need to go? And have you clearly communicated that direction? And and she realized that she was trying to uh, trying to get them to kind of discover the direction, uh, which is oftentimes not a terrible tactic to get people's buy-in on it. But sometimes you just have to say, hey. I clearly see we're going this direction and it's so stinking clear we're going here that everybody who's on board with me, let's do it. And everybody who's not, let's talk about what that means. Um, Let's talk about how to either get you on board or let's talk about how you can move on to something else because this isn't what you signed up for. Uh, Sometimes leaders have to step in or executives have to step in and say, look, it's my role to drive the direction of the organization. I need you with me on it. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I think that's, I think that's true. And sometimes the reason why executives probably stop short of that is because it seems like an overwhelming task to take on, to change the entire direction of the, of the organization. It might be, I said it before, it might be a slow burn, 
But this is why we also need to, man, we're big proponents. If we're doing organizational design and things like that, we need managers in place that have authority and influence over the people that they are in charge of. So that message can filter all the way down to all of the people. Diana? Yeah. And I was going to add, I think a lot of times executives think they're being very clear with their goals and objectives, but they're not. Right. So if if you're telling your team to go do something and you keep saying it over and over and over and you're not getting any traction, you might be saying it in the wrong way. You might not be telling them why you're doing what you're doing or being very clear about what's happening. Um, and I see that a lot. I see people say things like, I don't know, I've told them a hundred times. And I just don't yeah. feel like they're telling them in the right way to get them where they need yeah, to be. Yeah, I, I think the misalignment can be misunderstanding. Yeah. Did you like that? That's pretty that good. good. I mean, that I, good. I, I, <laughs> I, thank you. Write that down. But I think that I think that's true. So often, this misalignment comes from this misunderstanding. And I, I you know, something that I continue to tell executives that you know, because the story we know the story, the story is the same. It's like these people are pulling away. These people are disengaged. These people are shutting down. These people don't care. Whenever in reality, most people do care. Most people are trying their best. Most people want to please their boss. You know, most people want to do a good job. Nobody wants to go to work miserably. You know, I, I, I don't know how many people wake up and stretch before they get out of bed and say, let's just see how quickly I can run this thing off the rails, right? Like most people want to do a good job and want to come home happy, uh, you know, and satisfied that they contributed. So this, this idea of misalignment very well could just be a misunderstanding, you know, and, and how do we get that? How do we get to this place of understanding? A lot of times it's recognizing the vision, the objectives, which might be understood at the executive level. But but we, what we see a lot is very rarely is it distributed to everyone. So, Don, final thoughts. What do you think? Yeah, I think that one of the things, once you get that radical clarity from executives and you're really clear about what it is that you need from the company, what you need, what direction you're trying to head. And I love Diana's point. Sometimes it's not clear. And sometimes the answer, by the way, is not more words. It's, it's saying it differently or trying to really listen to your people say, what are you reflecting back or what do you think I'm saying? But once, once it's really clear, sometimes we work with executives who have a team around them who don't agree with the direction and they're constantly fighting it and have been fighting it for a long time. And sometimes we say, well, I, we will tell them, hey, as an executive, you know why they show up to work every day and fight you? It's because you keep paying them to. I love um, that. Yeah. Once you've established the clarity decide that that's the direction you're going to go. And then everybody who's on board, like, like make sure they're radically successful with you, but everybody who's not on board, uh, it might be time for them to move on. And, and that might be good for them and for the organization as a whole. You can't allow the misalignment to continue. Yeah. I think everybody's going to be happier for that in the end, you know, if we are just honest, um, and make sure everybody's in the right place and aligned and all of that. And so we can't, be sorry about um, making those changes on our teams if we need to, um, because ultimately that person's probably going to be happier as well. So, all right. So great conversation, guys, as always, you know, this is something internally that we do all the time. I'm glad that we have this platform to be able to, to share it with the masses so far. So good information on this idea of alignment, the value of being aligned with the organization that you're working for, that you're in charge of managing, or that you own. Lots of different thoughts thoughts there about, uh, about maybe some of the pitfalls of misalignment, and hopefully we've helped uh, be able to um, identify some different ways to get back on track. So uh, Bethany, tell them how they can get a hold of us. 
Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, again, it's always helpful if you like and subscribe to our podcast. If you're not already, share it with your friends, rate and review all of those great things that helps other people find us. So we appreciate you doing that to help us out. We also want to hear from you if you have questions um, or ideas or topics that you'd like for us to cover in the future. You can email us. Um, I believe it's more and work podcast at people ccg um, you can also send us a direct message on anchor so we look forward to uh, hearing from you for future topics as well thanks thanks for joining us on this episode of the more than work podcast join us next time and in the meantime lead well